Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. What's in a name? What is the significance of a name? Well, when we give names to people today, we don't tend to tie that name to some aspect of their personality. But what we do end up doing is giving people nicknames. I remember back when I was in high school, um, I had grown up with a bit of a southern drawl from parents who had used to live in the South. And my fellow classmates had a nickname for me for a while. It was Hillbilly. Now, I don't think they meant anything derogatory about that. (laughs) Maybe they did, but uh, it tied uh, my speech to that nickname. Well, in Bible times, names actually represented something. They tended to represent something uh, related to that person's character or something about them. It meant more than As we uh, consider the first coming of Jesus, His birth in Bethlehem, uh, we're taking a look at two very significant names that were given to Him prior to His birth. As a matter of fact, this very first one goes all the way back 700 years before He was born. The prophet Isaiah was given a prophecy, and in that prophecy was this name. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14 says this, Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call His name Emmanuel. There it is. The name Emmanuel, did you know that that is a name uh, that Jesus carried, Emmanuel? And that name literally means God with us. It was prophesied that that would happen. Well, it did happen, and it was fulfilled, and we read about it in Matthew chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, where... um, Actually, uh, this is in the midst of a dream that Joseph has been given from God, and he is revealing, God is revealing to Joseph this thing about Jesus being virgin-born, that he should keep Mary, and he should, he should uh, take care of this child and raise him and give him a name. Listen to what Matthew one twenty two says. Now, all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, The prophet Isaiah, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And so sure enough, sure enough, this prophecy from 700 years earlier by Isaiah is being fulfilled right here as as, uh, as he is being told that his name would be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, John, the Apostle John, in the Gospel of John, further elaborated on that, and I want you to hear what John chapter 1 verse 14 says, and the Word became flesh. Now, Uh, If you remember, the Word here is referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Word, Jesus Christ, became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw His glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now there's something that I want you to take note of. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Emmanuel, God with us. That word dwelt there is an important word. It literally could be translated, and the word became flesh, and instead of dwelt, he pitched his tent among us. 
Oh, that is significant because uh, the readers of this, uh, the original readers of this book would, would think back to pitching a tent, pitching a tent. And they would think about what was known as the tent of meeting. That was the tabernacle that uh, was that was made, assembled, built, and pitched in the middle of the of the camp of the Israelites while they were in the wilderness for those forty years. And this tent would be right in the center. Three of the tribes would be on the north, three on the south, three on the west, and three on the east of the tent. In other words, the tribes surrounded the tent, and there the tent was. And it, and when this tent was there, God's glory could be seen, you know, through the cloud by day, the fire by night, and the Shekinah glory of God would come and rest on the Holy of Holies in that tent, and they could see the glory of God. Well, Think about that now as you, again, listen to verse 14. The Word became flesh and pitched His tent among us, and we saw His glory. Glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. And so, Emmanuel, God with us, now no longer in a tent made with, with uh, the skins of animals, but now... It is the tent of His body. Jesus, who is God, came down from heaven and poured Himself into a human and became fully human while being fully God. And and we looked at His glory uh, and the Shekinah glory of God. We got glimpses of the glory of the Father through Jesus Christ as He here was with us. God with us. Emmanuel. Isn't that a significant name? But it's not the only one. The second name that was given to Jesus prior to his birth was Jesus. In Matthew chapter 1, verse, uh, verse number 21, again, Joseph in his dream, he gets from God. He, God says to Joseph, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And so this name Jesus was the personal name that, that, that he had while he was here on this earth. It was his given name. Now, literally, literally, according to Vines, Vines Expository Dictionary, literally, it was a transliteration of the Hebrew word Joshua, or or Yeshua, meaning, meaning Jehovah is salvation, or Jehovah is the Savior. And so, it was given as his personal name in his incarnation, Jehovah is salvation, Jehovah is the Savior. What a name. Jesus is our Savior. His name literally means... Jesus is our Savior. He is our Savior. Now, that name was first given to Mary in Luke chapter 1, verse 31. When the angel Gabriel came to her, uh, um, he said, among other things, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. And then, as we've already read in Matthew chapter 1, later on, Joseph, in that dream that God gave him, again told him, call him Jesus. Notice the importance again of this name, uh, because as as um, as as Joseph is told in the dream, his name shall be Jesus, and he shall save. He will save his people from their sins. 
Jesus the Savior. That name is important. As Emmanuel, Emmanuel is important because it's God who come to be with us. Jesus, the name Jesus is important because it is the aspect of Him saving us from our sins. Aren't you glad for that beautiful name, the name Jesus? Jesus, Jesu. Uh, um, Jesus in, in many in many many different languages um, no matter what the language is it's still that beautiful name the one who saves Jehovah is salvation he is our salvation well there are numerous other names, numerous other names. I, I counted up uh, uh, on one list, a list in the MacArthur Study Bible, the back of it. I counted 113 names listed that's used of him throughout the Word of God. But here are just a, a, a few more of those names. Here's a name that he was called, and that's the name Christ. Christos in the original Greek, but it was uh, taken uh, from the Old Testament, the, the, the word that was translated Messiah. He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the promised one, the anointed one of God, the one that Israel looked for for hundreds of years. Their hope was in uh, uh, one that would come, that would rescue them. Now, unfortunately, uh, when he came, they were under Roman domination, and they were the foremost thought on their minds was a political deliverer. And Jesus did not come to be a political deliverer then, and, and he is not the political deliverer now. Uh, but he has a bigger mission than delivering from human government and human oppression. He has the mission of coming to save us, as we were just talking about in, in uh, Jesus Christ, Christ the Messiah, the anointed one, the promised one, and he is the one that came. Here's another word, that uh, a name that, that Jesus had, and it's the one, a very familiar one, Lord. The word Lord, kurios, in the Greek, uh, comes again out of the Old Testament. It was associated with the Old Testament word Jehovah. And it meant one with authority, one with power, uh, ultimate authority, ultimate power is what it came to mean. Now, now in, in times, uh, other men were called Lord, but it would have been with a small l in comparison to this. But throughout the New Testament, uh, you'll see that word used, and, and, uh, and it will be used of the Lord Jesus Christ to designate him as, as the ultimate God associated with Jehovah. He had the authority and the power. It's interesting to see in, in, the, in the New Testament, uh, in the Gospels and in the Epistles, how these three words came together. Jesus Christ as Lord, uh, 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 Christ Jesus, is sometimes the word order is there. Uh, uh, the Lord, uh, Christ Jesus the Lord. Uh, so those three words are used and used interchangeably and, and, and together. And there's more there and I don't have time to go into that. And then there is the word, uh, the name used in Luke chapter 1, verse 32, where Gabriel is talking again to, to Mary, and uh, he, sa- he shall be called great and shall be called the Son of the Most High. 
Son of the Most High. Uh, and, and Son of the Most High is, is an important uh, word. Listen to what we hear in, in John MacArthur's study Bible um, where he says the Greek term uh, that Luke uses for Most High is the one employed in the Septuagint to translate the Hebrew, the Most High God. Since a son bears his father's qualities, calling a person someone else's son was a way of signifying equality. Here the angel was telling Mary that her son would be equal to the Most High God. Is there something in a name? There sure is, as he is called the Son of the Most High God. And in that same time, uh, in verse, in that same time as Gabriel talked to Mary, in verse number 35, uh, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, this holy child shall be called the Son of God. He is the Son of God. And literally, God the Son is what that means. He is the second person in the triune Godhead. So there's another name for Jesus, not only the Son of the Most High, but the Son of God. And there are many, many more. You heard one here uh, in this passage that I just read, Holy Child. There's another one, literally the holy thing that was begotten. He is a holy child. So there's so many names of Jesus. Again, at least 113 throughout the Word of God. And there is something important in this name, this name of Jesus, this precious one. This man who is fully man and yet fully God, all on our behalf. Well, I'm looking forward to next time when we talk about the actual event of Jesus' birth. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.